This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Dear Legal Ops, the podcast tackling tough topics impacting today's evolving legal operations community anonymously. This podcast is made for and by the legal ops community. So grab that glass of wine and get comfy as we share stories from the legal ops community aimed at digging deeper to find and release your inner brilliance, personally and professionally. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Dear Legal Ops. I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. On today's episode, we're making martinis, marveling over metrics, and making the most out of our March Madness bracket. We'll dive deeper into business intelligent techniques and setting boundaries that don't align with your values as a powerful tool for self-care. Just like basketball teams need time to rest and recover between games, legal ops professionals need time to rest and recharge in our own lives. After all, You can't be a bracket buster without strategically identifying ways to win, both on and off the court. But first, grab that glass and get comfy as we dig deeper into Dear Legal Ops. Our first letter today comes from a bold Bronco seeking better business brilliance. Our bedazzled basketball believer writes, Dear Legal Ops, Data analytics can be a game changer for our industry to help us make better decisions and to improve our processes. But I'm also aware that it's a complicated topic that not everyone understands. Think about it. With the right data and tools, legal teams can become superheroes, swooping in to save the day with their superhuman knowledge and skills. I keep hearing about the intersection of data analytics and business intelligence tooling, but not sure how to connect the dots for our broader legal team. Care to share some tips and tricks for navigating this new analytical avenue? Well, our bedazzled basketball believer, the emergence and importance of business intelligence, data analytics, and dashboard stories, they've revolutionized how businesses operate in recent years. These tools have enabled companies to make data-driven decisions, gain insights into their operations, and optimize their performance. Hello, legal ops. However, the legal industry has been, well, you know, this may be a shock to absolutely none of you, slow to adopt these tools. But what is more astonishing after talking with the community at a couple recent conferences is that many in-house legal teams have yet to realize their full potential regarding these data-driven decisions. Now, this is an excellent setup for connecting the dots for legal ops to data analytics. But let me throw you a bounce pass more unexpected than most of the depositors at SVB in Silicon Valley. As a Midwestern college basketball fanatic from Ohio, let's go Flyers. My obsession with Ken Palm college basketball statistics is 
only matched by my love for legal operations. Although these two fields may seem vastly different, striking similarities make them both equally and thrilling to analyze. So to my aunties in the back, better buckle up. It's about to get equally nerdy as it is Midwestern up in her. I recently went to dinner with a girlfriend during the opening rounds of March Madness. And, you know, the basketball tournament that starts every year, I'm super obsessed with. And she said, Tom, put your phone away. And I had to tell her that college basketball season is my reason. It's like my Christmas time. And when she wanted me to explain why, I started off with telling her about Ken Palm. So for those unfamiliar with the site, Ken Palm, that's K-E-N-P-O-M.com. It's a website that provides advanced statistics and analytics for college basketball teams. So it covers everything from offensive and defensive efficiency to tempo and strength of schedule. Yeah, y'all didn't think I was going to go that nerdy, did ya? As a basketball fanatic, I constantly refresh the Ken Palm rankings and pour over team and player stats to get an edge in predicting game outcomes. True story, I know all 351 college basketball teams and their conference affiliations. Okay, back to baking this critical cake for our profession. So similarly, in our fast-paced legal ops world, data analytics is critical in driving success. By analyzing data on everything from legal spend to contract management, legal departments can gain valuable insights into their operations and identify areas for improvement. So for example, we could maybe analyze contract lifecycle management data and tie it to, you know, revenue velocity data, allowing our department to identify cost-saving opportunities and possibly allocate resources more efficiently. But what's really exciting to me about Ken Palm and legal operations data analytics is their predictive power. By analyzing historical data, both Ken Palm and legal operations superstars can provide insight into what will happen or could happen. So in the case of Ken Palm, this means predicting which teams will be successful in their upcoming NCAA tournament games. A little bit of side note for those Unaware, defensive efficiency refers to the number of points per possession a team allows the other team to score throughout the season. So I'm kind of going off on this tangent because you can take that data and then rank each team against the other 351 teams in Division I college basketball. So similarly, in corporate legal operations, we have these opportunities to take data sets, identify, and then analyze non-traditional data sources So we can talk about maybe customer scorecards or risk matrices for contracts to ultimately gain insights into potential legal risks or opportunities for cost savings. But we're flashing our Surgeon General's warning for the House of Dear Legal Ops listeners. It's not just about looking at the data on the surface. Finding data and trends that help you make a better business decision, it's about digging deeper and finding hidden insights. For example, instead of just looking at a basketball team's overall record, scratch past that surface to tell the real story, such as, I don't know, maybe considering how they perform against certain type of opponents, how the team performs in high-pressure situations, or maybe those basketball games that are played on a neutral court. And yes, this is where my nerdy Midwestern tendencies fly off the charts. 
whether I'm analyzing these basketball stats on Ken Palm or diving into dashboards and legal operations data analytics, I'm constantly fascinated by the insights that can be gleaned from data. And as someone from Ohio, where basketball is practically a religion, who now lives in California, where the legal and technology industry is booming, I feel fortunate to have two such fascinating fields to geek out about. Another important similarity is the need for continuous improvement. So in college basketball, coaches are constantly adjusting their game plans and strategies based on the latest statistical insights. In the world of legal operations, our legal departments must continually improve our operations so we can remain competitive. This requires ongoing data analysis to identify improvement areas and implement that change management initiatives to drive better results. And that's where business intelligence, data analytics, and dashboards enters legal operations stage right. Yes, ma'am, we're calling her to the stage and she better be ready to turn it out. So as we gear up for March Madness's final four weekend, where does the intersection of legal operations and data analytics head after the nets are cut down and the trophies are hoisted? Well, one area that is likely to grow is using natural language processing, or NLP, in legal operations data analytics. NLP analyzes unstructured data, such as emails or legal briefs, so they can extract those valuable insights. By using natural language processing, legal ops superstars can gain a deeper understanding of the language and terminology, which is super useful in contract lifecycle and litigation case management. Another trend I've seen a lot lately is this integration of data analytics with other emerging technologies, such as blockchain. So blockchain technology has the potential to revolutionize CLM by providing a secure and transparent platform for tracking and managing those contracts. By integrating data analytics with blockchain technology, legal ops can gain a deeper understanding of the contract performance and identify areas for improvement. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Finally, with the rise of data breaches and increasing the amount of personal data being collected by our businesses, especially after our new compliance privacy regulations in California, legal operations professionals are increasingly responsible for ensuring that their companies comply with data privacy regulations. So this could involve data analytics to monitor data usage, and then maybe the opportunity to identify potential security risks. So at the end of the day, the importance of business intelligence and data analytics for in-house legal teams, it cannot be overstated. So analyze those activities and measure those effectiveness results. Because legal teams can ultimately identify areas for improvement and then develop those mitigation risk strategies to address those areas. Dashboards and dashboard stories visually represent this data, making it so much easier for legal teams to communicate their achievements and value to the organization. And yes, folks, that's where the intersection of legal operations, data analytics, and March Madness is interesting. While the two may seem unrelated at first glance, many parallels can be drawn. By using data analytics to uncover hidden insights, legal ops professionals can make more informed decisions and put themselves in a better position to succeed. 
Whether you're filling out a March Madness bracket or running a legal department, the art of finding data and trends that help you make better business decisions and tell the valuable stories of your legal team is a valuable skill to have. As the business world continues to evolve and become increasingly data-driven, leveraging that data in a creative and innovative way will be more important than ever. This episode is made possible by our sponsor, Legal.io. Legal.io is the fastest growing community and marketplace for legal talent. Legal.io connects legal professionals to resources and opportunities at the world's leading in-house departments and firms. Legal.io is the launchpad for legal careers, matching legal ops professionals, attorneys, paralegals, and so many other legal professionals at some of the world's most exciting companies with a level of precision that only a data-driven, vertical-specific marketplace can provide. Supported by significant investors like Tiger Global, Legal.io is redefining the legal workspace. If you want to learn about the enterprise marketplace solution for legal talent, access salary surveys with compensation data as unique as you, and join their vibrant in-house legal community, visit www.legal.io. That's L-E-G-A-L dot I-O. Legal.io, your gateway to a global legal talent marketplace designed with the legal operations community in mind. Our second letter today comes from He Who Needs a Vacation, the most powerful legal ops wizard of all time, Voldemort. Our Dark Lord writes, Dear Legal Ops, it seems like a wild and wonky world of legal ops during the pandemic, and it isn't going to slow down anytime soon. And look, it's been a great ride, and I just got an awesome promotion at work. But truth be told, I'd like to take some vacation time to reset, rest, and recharge. But I'm afraid to step away for a much-needed siesta after reaching this new professional milestone because of how it may be viewed from the outside looking in. How do you balance the need to climb the corporate career ladder while taking time off to get a fresh perspective while riding this wild and wacky legal ops roller coaster? Well, Dark Lord, as someone who just returned from a week in Puerto Vallarta, let me tell you, child, I had to pick this letter and discuss the importance of fun in the sun. I assume that if you're anything like the troves of other industry legal operations, professional, and executives, this one hits home. In that case, you're likely accustomed to working long hours, responding to emails late into the night, and generally putting in a lot of mental and emotional bullshit to keep your legal team and organization running smoothly. But as important as your work is, it's equally important to recognize the value of using that vacation time or just time away from work. Burnout is a real problem for professionals in high-stress professions within the legal community. It can seriously affect your health, ability to do your job effectively, and your personal relationships. Yes, you heard that right. Unlike the law firm model where you must build 2,000 hours if you're working in big law, 
don't be afraid to take a break and prioritize your personal life and interests. While it's understandable that you want to be a freak in the sheets and excel in your role, over time, this can lead to exhaustion, mental health problems, and reduced productivity. And if we're taking our broken wings off and letting our hair down, the truth is this kind of behavior is not sustainable in the long run. You'll eventually burn out if you keep pushing yourself without taking time off. That's why it's so important to prioritize your mental health and well-being. Taking time off work to unplug, reset, and give yourself time to recharge is essential. Now, your GC who made equity partner at Kirkland may initially give you some pushback. But here at the House of Dear Legal Ops, we're here to tell you that that's a sprint mentality, not preparing for a marathon. Some may argue that, yes, taking time off work is a luxury, but it's actually a necessity. It's an investment in yourself and your future. When you take care of your mental and physical health, you're better equipped to handle the demands of your job. But when you're in the thick of things day in and day out, it can be difficult to see the forest for the trees. But taking time off work isn't just important for your own health and well-being. It's also important for your team and your organization. When you're constantly in the yes to everything and never taking a break, you send a message to your team that working nonstop is the norm. And this can create a toxic work culture, leading to burnout, turnover, and low morale, the opposite of legal ops. On the other hand, when you model healthy boundaries and prioritize your own well-being, you create a culture where everyone feels supported to do the same. You'll be more productive, more focused, and more efficient. Plus, you'll be setting a good example for your legal ops team and those that may have established an organizational optimization and health initiative in your awesome chief of staff role within your broader legal team, ultimately showing them that it's okay to prioritize your well-being. So how can you ensure that you're taking enough time off so you don't fall victim to the burn and churn of in-house legal? Here are some tips and tricks that I've heard from my mentors, as well as words of advice I've given to multiple teams I've managed over the years. One, schedule time off in advance. Whether it's a long vacation or a series of shorter breaks, schedule time off in advance and stick to it. This will help avoid overcommitting and ensure that you actually make the time to recharge. When we aren't dealing with the pandemic and all that weirdness surrounding it, I try and travel internationally once a year. My last big trip was to Thailand and Singapore, and I can't wait to head back to Asia in 2023 by visiting Japan. And yes, I will be making a pit stop by dressing up as my favorite character and driving a real-life Mario Kart in Tokyo. Two, disconnect. While you're taking time off work, make sure to disconnect from your work email, phone, and other devices. This will help you fully unplug and recharge without any distractions. And as I said at the top of the episode, I recently took some time off to spend with friends in Puerto Vallarta. There were five of us in a beautiful villa. And the best part was I didn't take my work laptop. I also limited my time on my cell phone, so less than two hours a day, and even put up an away message on my non-work email addresses, letting people know I was on vacation and that my personal time was sacred. Three, do something you enjoy. Use your time off work to do something you enjoy, whether it's spending time with friends and family, pursuing a hobby, or just simply relaxing. For me, I love traveling. I love seeing new places and experiencing cities I've always wanted to visit. And I also love college sports. So whether that's 
traveling to Vegas for March Madness or catching my Ohio State Buckeyes in person and tailgating before the big game, I enjoy watching athletics and competition. And finally, get outside. Spending time in nature has been shown to have numerous health benefits, including reducing stress and improving moods. For those who listened to our first episode, I discussed going on a meditation retreat in the Redwoods of California. It was an incredible extended weekend spent with no technology. Yes, ma'am, you heard that right. No cell phone, television, laptop, or Apple watches for four days. And I had an opportunity, don't laugh, to go forest bathing and sit inside a giant redwood. So y'all, make sure to spend some time outside during your time off work. At the end of the day, if you're hesitant to take time off work because you're worried about falling behind or letting your team down, it's important to remember that taking a break isn't a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. It takes courage and self-awareness to recognize when you need a break and discipline to take the time off. But the benefits of doing so, they're immeasurable. And I'm speaking to my aunties in the back now. Do not wait until you're completely burned out to take a break. The earlier you recognize when you need to take time off and take action to make it happen, the easier it will be to bounce back and return to work with renewed energy and focus, ultimately enabling you to continue crushing your legal ops job and setting you up for long-term success for years to come. Remember that taking care of yourself isn't selfish. It's just necessary. Just as you wouldn't expect your car to run without regular maintenance and tune-ups, you can't expect your mind and body to function at their best without taking time off to rest and recharge. It's okay to say no. Saying no to requests or invitations that don't align with your values or goals is a powerful act of self-care. Don't be afraid to set boundaries and prioritize your own needs because you won't fully realize the power of recharging if you're completely burned out. So take a break. The earlier you recognize when you need time off and take action to make it happen, the better it will be to bounce back and return to work with renewed energy and focus. Well, y'all, that wraps up our episode today. But you know what? March Madness is here again. Watching the nation's best college basketball teams battle it out for a chance at glory is a good time to reflect on the importance of rest and reset in our own lives, especially during tournament time when college basketball teams just competed a rigorous 20-plus game schedule and a pressurized conference tournament, you know, just with a bid to the NCAA tournament on the line. We see firsthand how taking breaks can be crucial to success. You see, Coaches use timeouts strategically to adjust their game plans and motivate their players. Teams use halftime to regroup, recharge, and return stronger in the second half. So in the same way, taking breaks as a legal ops professional can help you adjust your game plan, reevaluate your priorities, and come back to work with a fresh perspective. After all, it's all too easy to fall into the trap of believing that success requires working around the clock and sacrificing sleep and social lives to pursue professional glory. But this mindset is not only unsustainable, it's also counterproductive. When we prioritize self-care, we're 
setting boundaries to protect our time and energy, and engaging in activities that bring us joy and fulfillment. But self-care is not just about preventing negative outcomes. It can also positively impact our creativity, innovation, and productivity. When we give ourselves the time and space to recharge and re-energize, we are more open to collaboration and less prone to tunnel vision. We are more resilient in the face of challenges and setbacks and more able to adapt to changing circumstances. Like basketball teams need time to rest and recover between games, we need time to rest and recharge in our own lives. It's not a signal of weakness or laziness. It's a sign of wisdom and strength. So let's prioritize self-care and take the time to be our best selves on and off the court. For more Dear Legal Ops content, make sure to follow us on all social media using the handle at Dear Legal Ops. Have a tough Legal Ops topic you want us to tackle? Share your Legal Ops stories with us at DearLegalOps.com submit for a chance to be featured on the show. Dear Legal Ops is produced by Red Rock Music. As always, I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. Until next time.